Okay, we know what the NBA playoffs look like now. And the Final Four Champions League teams as well. It's Thursday, the 12th of April. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. Thanks for listening. Welcome in. Uh, I'm also joined once again by NBA journo Olgan Ulrich. How are we, sir? I'm well, Phil. How are you? Good, thanks. I've been in here too often. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, look, we'll, uh, we've got uh, NBA awards, rookie of the year, uh, playoffs, all that sort of stuff to chat about. Uh, quite a lot of headlines and uh, other sports things to get to. As well, we just had a, a, a little conversation off air. Olds, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Who do you reckon the most like famous or well-known person is that's uh, read one of your articles on the website? Read one of my articles? Yeah. Ooh. Or seen one of your videos, like with Ben Simmons, of course. So we're assuming Ben Simmons probably watched that video content of the interview that you did with him. Yeah, does that count? That doesn't count. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Um... Oh, so I know a lot of AFL players read my things. Mm, that's true. Because I, I speak to a few of them who do. Peter Siddle, is that a th- person? <laughs> that is a person. <laughs> no, I had to... With all, Peter, so, so Peter, 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 if you're listening. <laughs> for the listeners out there, Olgan uh, is is a, one of the best NBA journalists uh, in Australia. I would even go as far as saying around the world. Uh, but doesn't know everything about other sports. Um, <laughs> that's, that's really <laughs> isn't nice exactly a, a, an all-rounder. You would say, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, Peter Siddle, because he followed me on Twitter, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, Petey, um, if, <laughs> Pete. you're, if you're listening, I, I, I don't know who you are. I didn't know, so I googled him, and he's a big deal apparently. Yeah, um, and so he he presumably reads my things because he follows me. Is that is that like a big person? Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's fun. That's pretty good. Um, other than that, I just he like, has an Ashes hat trick. Yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. He's uh, <laughs> those, those he's, are definitely he's a big name in cricket. Definitely a lot of words he's, he's put together there. Cricket. I reckon you could go even bigger, like Holly. Like let's think Hollywood, perhaps. You know. Yeah, I, I wonder who are which Australians are NBA fans. I think I've seen Margot Robbie at an NBA game. Oh yeah. I like yeah. to think that she's read one of my my breakdowns. Hmm. Australians in the playoffs. I assume she's reading that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, other than that. Because I, like, I would like to think that maybe one of those big Aussies that's, um, you know, gone big in Hollywood or mm-hmm. something like that has uh, really wanted to know what all this cricket crisis was about a couple of weeks ago. And they would have come to the splash to get their quick 15, 20-minute hit of what's going on. Oh, yeah. If, if, for example, if you're in Los Angeles, for example, and you, let's say you, you head to one of our stories... Click on the video. Oh, can't watch that. It's geo-blocked. Oh, no. We're sorry yeah. for that, by the way. We're sorry we have to geo-block things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, like a, a, there's an issue there. Um, and they're like, oh, what's this? A podcast. It's reasonable for a Russell Crowe or a Hugh Jackman or a Nicole Kidman mm. um, or a Baz Luhrmann to, <laughs> to, to listen to something like that and then inform exactly. him or herself on, on the issue because yeah. they don't get this sort of coverage over there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting discussion. Anyway, let's get back. Can I on also track. do the call out? I, we discussed this as well. If, if you're a famous person of some sort, if, yes. you, if you think you're a famous yes. person of some sort and you're listening to The Splash today, or if, you're, if you've listened to The Splash and you've come across this one, please email Phil. 
Yeah, um, tweet me. Tweet Phil tweet. at at Phil underscore Pryor. Yes, that's, that's at P H I L underscore P R I O R. Well done, well done. Uh, and follow me at Olga Nulich. That's at O L G when you will see your U C. Phil. All right, let's do let's do a few headlines. Let's let's splash into headlines. Craziness in football happened this morning. Uh, Real Madrid have progressed to the final four of the Champions League, but it was not easy. They took a three-goal advantage into their home leg against Juventus, and Juventus came back 3-0 into into injury time of the second half, past 90 minutes, um, and Cristiano Ronaldo kicked a penalty to get... Real through, so controversial it was, it penalty, was crazy. So Liverpool, Roma, Real Madrid, and Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich got through this morning as well. So they're the final four, and the draw is Friday, 9 p.m. Uh, Australian time uh, or Eastern time. So uh, check that out. Oh, that'll that'll be online. You, you'll definitely see that on the website. Uh, in that the IPL is going on at the moment. Bit of cricket, Olgs. Hey. Uh, um, Tassie sensation Darcy Short's first campaign over there has got off to a bit of a rocky start. Uh, he was the highest run scorer in the last BBL season, um, but he, his yeah he, things haven't got off to the uh, to the start he'd be hoping for for the Rajasthan Royals. So something to monitor there. Uh, the AFL announced it'll install a protective screen around. This is a funny one. Around the LED screens at uh, ground level at the new Optus Stadium in Perth, uh, it, it was it kind of went sneakily under the radar. Oh, that was this week. was that is that the thing that flashes after games? Is that so what that is? It, you know the the boundary fence. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, yeah, and it flashes. It's got advertising it was like a, it was like a, yeah, and, yeah. and all that sort of thing up on it. So a couple of players, you know, running out of bounds with their momentum, have you know pulled up into the fence, put yeah. their hands out. Uh, Geelong played West Coast there Sunday evening. Mark Blix, Blixarves and Zach Tui, both Geelong players, have put their hands into the LED uh, fence to stop themselves. Yeah. Uh, and they've ended up with a combined 14 stitches oh, to get just, their just hands from a, repaired. Just from like the glass yeah, breaking. Yeah, so the LED had these like has these like sharp pieces yeah. in it which just cut through their hands. Um, and I, I play... I still play Aussie rules uh, at a you know uh, at a social level. Uh, I can tell you that you need your hands to play. You that You need game. your hands to play sports. Yeah. Most sports. Yeah. yeah. Dang. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. So uh, I so don't know how they didn't think of that beforehand. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Um, and if you're going to do that, at least I hope they got superpowers from running to those plasma TVs. Am I right? <laughs> Definitely not right. Um, headlines. Oh, Continue. One more. <laughs> one more. Uh, this is an interesting one, Ed, and I, I feel like I can teach you things. Uh, I like that. In different sports. You said IPL and BBL. Not sure what, what those <laughs> things mean. Super rugby, okay? Um, there's a streak going on right now, which I think needs to be on our radar. A yep. little more than it probably is. Uh, Australian sides lost all 26 of their contests in the Super Rugby season last year, last season. Uh, it's now a streak that extends to 33 games without a win against New Zealand franchises, Australian franchises okay. against New Zealand franchises, which dates back to 2016. In fact, it was round 14, the Tars beat the Chiefs uh, back in 2016 at Allianz Stadium uh, in Sydney. 
Um, 15 of those games happened on New Zealand soil, 17 on Australian soil, one in Samoa. So That's... 17 games uh, here in Australia that New Zealand teams have beaten us in by an average margin, losing margin of 22 points, 180 tries to 71. They just completely have dominated us for That's like a really, couple of years. It's embarrassing. Yes, yes it is. Uh, and it's three out of 53 Australian teams versus New Zealand teams dating back to the start of 2016. Um, so basically the Brumbies, they take on the Highlanders at 5.30pm Australian Eastern Time on Saturday over there. Uh, and we should we should really start to have this more on our radar because the, the streak is up to 33. Are the Brumbies a favourite going into this game or...? Nah, the Highlanders are a dollar fifteen to win. So basically, any time an Australian-based team faces a New Zealand-based team, now this is like, oh, we could end the really embarrassing streak. Yes, yes. I feel like it's probably an eighty percent chance of happening in a game in Australia, as opposed to New Zealand. Yeah, okay. But, um, but yeah, this really should be on our radars because, as an Australian, I am embarrassed by this. Uh, Even I'm, though New Zealand are heaps better at rugby than us. Yeah, I mean, as an Australian. I'm not that embarrassed because I also just found this out and I don't, not that I don't care, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference between rugby and super rugby. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't have a, enough interest or investment in this. That's fair. That's a really diplomatic yeah. way of saying I don't care, but I, I haven't invested my I'm life just, into this enough. I'm, I'm just giving more context to it. Sure. Which is something that the Commonwealth Games struggles to do. Yes, we're not going to get we're not going to get Phil's little rant about the Commonwealth Games right now. Um, I've been watching a little bit. It's some of it's just funny, um, but yeah, no, that's not condescending at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's the Com Games. There was an interesting story, and I, I hate to go on a little tangent here, but I do you see the story that five African or people of African descent have fled the games. Presumably fleeing their respective oh, countries. Yeah. So Uganda was among that list. Was among the list. Rwanda was also a part of that. Mm. So that's what. That's that's literally all the Com Games is good for, liberating <laughs> some Africans from from oppressive regimes. Far out. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a positive, I suppose. That's the one positive. Mm. Like Delta sung, she can sing sometimes. Um, <laughs> Prince Charles was here. And then there was the lady who couldn't get the baton out of the, the packet, out of the, the, the box, which yeah. is funny. One final question. Go How on. many people in America even know that the Commonwealth Games is, is on right now? I would, I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to say 10% of America doesn't know what the Commonwealth is. That's a fair... Yeah. And, yeah. and they would not know who... I'd say 5%, less than like 1% of America would maybe know who Sally Pearson is. With respect to Sally Pearson, she's um, a gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist. Sure, um, they would. They would. Okay, I'd say I'd. I'd take that back. One percent of America would have. I'd say less than one percent of America would have no clue that Sally Pearson pulled out of the games with a uh, an Achilles injury. Oh, that's for sure. Um, I put it like that. They don't. Yeah, they have no idea that this is happening right now, mm. and this is presumably like an Olympic sanctioned event of some sort. Yeah. Um, and it's the same dude from Channel 7 every time who interviews everyone. I don't know his name, but he's the same guy who interviews just every single person, and I don't know how he travels. I told you, the only Commonwealth Games I've watched was a quarter of a lap of the women's steeplechase as I was walking <laughs> out of the, an aquatic, a local aquatic centre last night. Yeah, I think that's where they get most of their, their viewership, <laughs> just by accident. <laughs> Let's move on, seriously. <laughs> 
<laughs> we are. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, it's late. It's a late host, splash. As host of the splash, uh, I'm sorry to all the listeners out there that are enjoying it. I'm sure there are reasons to enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> There are definitely reasons to enjoy the NBA. Uh, there's a record seven Aussies involved in the upcoming playoffs. Um, the regular season concluded today. Um, and I suppose we should start with Philadelphia, who made it 16 on the trot with Aussie star Ben Simmons steering the ship, of course. Um, and uh, a, a, f- a funny little link to make, I suppose, Ogden to sort of you know springboard into this is that Villanova um, just took out the NCAA uh, Championship. basketball championships, sure. so all the college hoops over there. Uh, Villanova's in Pennsylvania. Correct. Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania, and Philadelphia won the NFL Super Bowl uh, a couple of months ago. Yep. And now, Philadelphia, the NBA team, have won 16 games in a row. They storm into the playoffs from the third seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, and without even uh, any hyperbole, have a really good chance of making it out of the East into the NBA championships. Yeah, that's... I, I, I saw the little connection you made, and I, I respect that a lot. No, the Philadelphia and Pennsylvania as a state is in a really, really good spot, yeah. especially after a drought of, yeah. you know, a massive drought that they yeah. recently overcame. How jealous would Washington be right now? Washington, D.C.? <laughs> no, yeah, w- w- uh, like, Washington. Yeah, yeah. so the yeah, yeah. District of Columbia, not yeah. state, bro. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, Pennsylvania is, is, is getting it done, and, you know, 16, game, 16 games in a row is the longest winning streak ever heading into a postseason. Um, they're the hottest team in the NBA. They show just why they're the hottest team in the NBA with, you know, dismantling of the Milwaukee Bucks today. Was it, but uh, I will... Uh, pull you up there. Was it a dismantling or was it the Bucks actually tanking to get into seventh spot and therefore play a starless Boston in the first round of the playoffs? There's a difference between tanking and just being bad sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you don't... They were down by 40. The Bucks I were know, down by 40 at one point today. Yeah, it in, was in 70 like the, to 30. In like the yeah. second quarter. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's that's tanking. Also, players don't tank. Players don't know how to... And they, they played a, a reasonably good lineup today that Giannis Antetokounmpo played, Jabari Parker played really well, Malcolm Brogdon played. It's very got... easy to just be a couple of percent off because you don't care though. Sure. You don't care I... about winning. For sure. Um, but losing by that much is would probably negate that argument. Um, you know, they did get Delhi back, which was which mm. was cool. He did not play that well today. He's still yeah. kinda of getting into the into his rhythm. Um but no, Ben Simmons also didn't play that much today either. They they wrapped up the game quite early. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, Ben Simmons is rolling. The Sixers are rolling. Markel Fultz got a triple-double today. Wow. And the way that team reacted around him was the most kind of heartfelt thing you'll yeah, ever watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, what that dude has gone through this season. Yeah. For him to get a triple-double at the end and play as well as he is. Um, that was just really cool to see. And, you know, Ben Simmons, as far as the seven Aussies in the playoffs, he'll be the one to watch. The Sixers look like a team that could genuinely get out of the East, which... You know, we probably wouldn't have said a few weeks ago, but you know they're the third seed; they're ahead of the Cavs. Mm. Um, so it's which is important because if both team, both the LeBron's Cavs uh, and Philly progress to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Philly has home court. Correct, and you know we said it with with Gardy on the on the last po- the last splash that we were on, which was yesterday, two days ago, two days ago. I lose track of days. Um, it's been very busy. Um, 
yeah, we said in in a series like that, the Cavs would still be the favorite. The, any team with LeBron in the East remains yeah. the favorite, but having home court advantage, if Joel Embiid is healthy, if Ben Simmons is playing the way he has been playing, then that's anyone's series, I think. When is Joel Embiid expected back from his facial? Yeah, so he had a facial contusion. Um, he is expected to be to be back sometime in the first round of the playoffs. 76ers tip off 10 a.m. on Sunday. Okay. Um, they face the Miami Heat. Um, and they would want Joel back as soon as possible because they're going up against Hassan Whiteside and the Miami Heat. Yeah, yeah. Joel Embiid and Hassan Whiteside have had some some history, which would be which will be really fun in a playoff series. Yeah. But he's a guy that they want back. The the whispers were that he was probably going to miss the first game of the series, um, and and so hopefully we get him from game two onwards. Okay. I, I assume at the, at the the very worst we'll get him from game three onwards. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, the other thing that I'm uh, transitioning still with Ben Simmons is the rookie of the year <laughs> battle um, because it it's caused quite a stir over yeah. in the States. Ben Simmons uh, versus Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. Uh, why it, has this caused a stir? Because in 95 out of a possible 100 other seasons, the Donovan Mitchell rookie campaign would be rewarded with Rookie of the Year yep. honours. And Ben Simmons's campaign would be probably, uh, you know, nine, in out, nine out of 100 seasons be the, the Rookie of the Year season. Right. Um, plus, uh, contractually, you, it's, it's, uh, there's additional reward for being the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, there's no question um, that both of these guys have some sort of Rookie of the Year bonus in their yeah, respective shoe contracts. Yeah. But one of them entered the league last season, correct, and one of them this season. Uh, and there are a lot of basketball fans over in the states right now. It's fair to say, and probably further than that, that don't like the fact that Ben Simmons can win it, given that it's actually his second year in the league. So, the definition of a rookie, as reminded to us by Donovan Mitchell, uh, he wore it. The definition was sprayed across a hoodie he wore two days ago. Um, no, it was yesterday. Um, the definition of that is a person who has play who is playing in his or her first season in a, a league or a competition. Ben Simmons is playing in his first season in a comp- in a league right now. So by Donovan Mitchell's definition, Ben Simmons is a rookie. Uh, by yeah. the NBA, by the NBA's definition, by the rules that that dictate who is a rookie, yeah. Ben Simmons is considered a rookie. Yes. Um, uh, and, and, and so the the naysayers or the devil's advocate uh, out there. Is, I know you're a naysayer, Phil. I know you're trying to say devil's advocate. You're one of the, you're the devil. No, no, I'm not. I'm advocate I, for I'm yourself. I'm all in on Ben as well, obviously. Yes, yes, yes But I can understand that, like, because I still think there can be a lot to be gained by being in an NBA franchise, not necessarily playing, but being a part of that professional organization for a full year before entering. Uh, into games, uh, oh, no what question. can be learnt through that, uh, and the development a young uh, adult can actually make through that pr- process as well. Well, yeah, without question, you know, you you're a part of an NBA team. You have NBA coaches around you. You yeah. watch film with your team. Yes. Um, you know, he did have a bro- a fractured foot, so it wasn't as though he was you know just all up and dandy and just decided not to to take part in the year. He was genuinely rehabbing an injury. Uh, but no, you learn a lot. Um, it, it was it's a 
benefit for him, but it's also, of course, a benefit for someone like Donovan Mitchell to have been playing basketball for the, that entire time as well. Yeah. He was at Louisville playing. So, um, you know, there are benefits to both sides. I understand the fact that being a part of an NBA franchise and having the resources around you is, you know, a great thing to have and probably helped Ben a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it all comes down to the NBA has a definition for what a rookie is. Yeah. Ben Simmons falls into that definition. Any objective person looking at the respective seasons of those two people would see that Ben Simmons was the better player overall. Um, if your argument is that Ben Simmons shouldn't be the rookie of the year because he's not a rookie, then you're ba- you're effectively conceding that he should be the rookie of the year because he is a rookie. <laughs> uh, if that if that's your argument, if you say that if you think Donovan Mitchell's season was better, all the power to you. You you're allowed to have that. You're allowed to be in the minority minority and say that. For saying, if you say that Ben Simmons is a rookie, therefore he shouldn't win. If if you say Ben Simmons is not a rookie, and therefore he shouldn't win Rookie of the Year, mm. then you're just ignoring what is a very declarative fact that he is a rookie. Yeah, yeah. The argument would have been even more intriguing had do it had Utah won against Portland in Portland today, finished third in yeah. the West, and all of a sudden both of these rookies have taken their respective teams to third in each of the conferences. That would actually would be quite intriguing, and that yeah. makes this a little bit easier for potential Donovan Mitchell or Utah Jazz fans to swallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Donovan Mitchell shot like what, like eight, like nine of twenty something Not today. Good. Yeah, and that's that's been a theme throughout the season. And it's, Ben Simmons has had, a, I think, objectively, he's had a better season statistically, and he's been the leader for a team that's on a sixteen-game winning streak. You don't, mm. you don't really take that away from him. Yeah, if if you think I don't know, yeah, yeah, it's no, it's not. Yeah. A, I, d- I don't think that's an argument. The fact that the teams are on the same record, <laughs> even yeah, then, of, even of then, course, of course, even then, I think Ben Simmons. Okay, they're the same record, not even the same record, the same position. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is, is, team is still won more games. Ben, yeah. ben Simmons has team won more games. He's also he was also just the better individual performer. Yes, from nearly every statistical point of view, it's just worth bringing all these bits and pieces up because at the end of that. End of the day, uh, I don't know the, the number, but a lot of uh, people within the NBA media industry over in the States get posted out a ballot, uh, which yep. they fill out. Um, they, they received them maybe a few weeks ago, yep. uh, and they are allowed to talk about it openly and stuff like that, which is cool. Yep. But uh, like, so you take uh, one ESPN... Journo's name. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. Uh, Brian Windhorst. Sure. Uh, Windhorst. Um, he was talking about it on on one of his podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and he was actually explaining how he he is going to process the decision to vote for an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year, and how some of those awards are based around well, you should have played a certain number of games, but there is a lot of subjectivity to it. And in the end, this Rookie of the Year. Uh, award is going to come down to a lot of people potentially subjectively looking at it. Even though I know that you're, you've this is, put this forward is, a strong argument that it needs to be objective. This is this is where I, that argument that argument falls apart, though, because when one votes for an MVP and you know a person can say this, the person must play this amount of games or the person must win X amount of games and put you know a certain amount of stats up. Mm. Um, that that is necessarily subjective. So one is putting his or her own criteria on this award. Yes. Whereas if you say, oh, I don't think Ben Simmons is a rookie, 
you're very explicitly going against the fact that the NBA has decided that he is a rookie. Yeah, yeah. So for you to say, yeah. I don't think he's a rookie, is just for you to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're, and yeah. You're, again, you're allowed to be wrong, but you, yeah. you shouldn't let that cloud your actual judgment. Of course. Um, yeah. And that's completely different from you know, creating a subjective criteria that you want a player to fit, where the criteria for, for a rookie to fit is to be a rookie, and mm. the NBA has deemed him a rookie. Yes. For you to say otherwise is just for you to say otherwise, but that doesn't matter with yeah. reality. So let's hope that there's heaps of famous people over in America listening to this podcast and yes. listening to this discussion. Hugh. To bring Hello. this full circle. Or yes. maybe Hugh Jackman, if you're listening, you can uh, forward this podcast to everyone over there. Please, Hugh. Greater, <laughs> greater, the Greatest Showman was great. Uh, should have been longer. Soundtrack is good. Movie, okay. That's what I want to do more, actually, on the, on, on the Splash, What's is uh, review sporting movies. The greatest Showman is definitely not about sports. No. About, no. Uh, but you're sort of... Yeah, I Tonya, that was good. I watched I Tonya a few weeks ago. Mm. It's a very good movie. It but was, uh, but someone that had no idea about the actual story. Oh no, itself. totally. I thought some of it um, was I thought totally it was sensationalized. True. Yeah, but well, as in like I thought like some of the actual bit, like her her boxing at the end. I thought, oh, this is silly. No, she did it. She did that. Well, yeah. Well, uh, I just kind of assumed it was most of it was all just fact. True. Yeah. Uh, but having since heard other takes and reviews on it it sounds like a lot of it was sort of a little bit uh blown up a bit so i don't know yeah. i don't know what to believe anymore it, it is a crazy movie um but it's a good movie i enjoyed yeah. it yeah margot robbie if you're listening <laughs> we, we liked you in itonia well done yeah i want to go and find that uh andre the giant doco which uh yeah. just came out with hbo and um and the ringer yeah no i'm good. excited to see that too mm. yeah sports movies aren't all great no, uh, no. Um, hard to pull off. That's correct. I mean, I don't. I'm in the minority, but I don't like Space Jam. Mm, okay, I haven't watched it since I was a kid, and I loved it back then because I liked Looney Tunes and sport. Yeah, so that makes sense. The only, <laughs> the, the only interesting thing I found about, about Space Jam was that the kid's name was Eric Gordon, and I thought oh, he was. Wow. I thought for a moment, I thought he was Eric Gordon, the current Houston Rockets yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I went to interview Eric, someone was like, "Hey, ask him about Space Jam." I was like, oh, I'm going to fact check this first. And he was not in Space Jam. So I was nearly about to ask the actual Eric Gordon, hey, what was it like being in Space Jam? He was not in Space Jam. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Good journalist fact check. This is what I do. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, Thank you, Phil. I, I think we should wrap up. We've probably gone long enough. Uh, just one thing yeah. that you're looking forward to in the NBA playoffs, which kick off... Uh, Sunday, Australian time. Sunday, Australian so time. So keep an eye out on our website for a lot of preview content, um, interviews with some of the Australians. I'll just quickly list them. Joe Ingles and Dante Exum. Uh, they're in the postseason with the Utah Jazz. They go up against the Thunder. So that'll be a really exciting series. Thonmaker, Matthew Delavadova, both members of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, they go up against the Boston Celtics to start the playoffs. So keep an eye out for them. I know the... Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers tip off on Sunday. So do the uh, San Antonio Spurs. You'll see Patty Mills in action on Sunday as well. That's an early game for us. That's a, a 5 a.m. game on Sunday. But if you enjoy the NBA, if you enjoy, enjoy basketball, yeah. if you're a good Australian, you'll wake up and watch Patty Mills against the, against the Golden State Warriors. Or just stay up. Or just stay up. Mm. No, one, no one stays up till 5. Yeah, they do. Who are you, on a, on a Sunday. On a Sunday? Yeah, okay. So a Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Had a good night out. Get a nice kebab from Adams. Um, big big ups to Adam. Um, and, and yeah, stay up and, and watch 
the Warriors take on the Spurs. Paddy Mills versus not Steph Curry because he's injured right now, but Paddy Mills versus uh, mm. Quinn Cook. Paddy Paddy Mills versus a beatable Warriors team. Right. Your takes, your takes a, are getting hotter and hotter. That's how we're going to sell this. Yeah. Go on. Yeah Paddy, yeah, Paddy Mills, NBA superstar Paddy Mills versus the broken Warriors. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see Portland uh, and Damian Lillard taking on Ben Simmons in the final, in the NBA finals. My goodness. <laughs> this is some sort of 2K fantasy. It's getting too hot. It's getting hot. Uh, thank you for splash. joining us. We're out. Splash. <laughs>